Stop that. You didn't like yawn the whole first time. I know I'm boring, but like, damn. You just started talking like just, everything was normal. It's all your fault. Normal. I hate you. I want to break up. No. You can have Fridays. I'll take Tuesdays. <laughs> and you know what we'll call it? In reference to the podcast. Yeah. And you can tell everyone your name. I'm Heather. And then you can tell everybody your name. And I'm Amanda. And then you can tell us about some Japanese urban legends. I don't, I don't think any of these ones take place in toilets. <laughs> but who knows? I feel like 90% of the first group did. <laughs> well, what the heck? <laughs> I you were going to bitch slap was. The table. And then I thought, mm, if that lid falls off. I'm not quick enough to stop him from eating all the M&M's, so. Well, that will probably scare the shit out of him. <laughs> He's so snoozly. He's probably like, oh, you want to hear snoozly? Give me a minute. Yeah, let's hurry up. All right. Okay, the end. Bye. Okay, bye. If you didn't catch it, slow it down. Play it in reverse. I hate those TikToks. Like, that's so much. And, like, can you even play them in reverse? Yeah, but you have to, like, save it and then do edit or something. And it's just, no, thank you. Yeah. All right. The first story today is called Teke Teke. Uh, in this one, it's mostly a woman, but also sometimes a man. And they don't have the bottom half of their body. Okay. The story starts with the woman falling, I guess person falling off. Do they regenerate like Deadpool? They do not. Oh. Uh, the story starts with them falling onto the train tracks, but it doesn't specify how. It could have been by accident, being pushed, attempted suicide, attempted murder. Great. Uh, a train came through and it didn't kill them. I can't, I'm assuming everywhere else I, it was a female because everything in here says she. Um, the train did not kill her, but it did cut her body in half at the waist. That is why she now crawls using her hands and dragging her torso, and it produces a sound that Japanese describe as teke teke. Some have, some have said she had bled to death on the track slowly, and others say she called for help and the train stuff didn't help her, and instead used a plastic bag to suffocate her. She became a vindictive spirit from the gruesome manner, manner of her death, and she roamed around Japan. There are stories about people who say they have met this terrifying woman on their way home from work or school. <laughs> the only problem with this is that if you meet her, running away from her is pointless. Even though she only has half of a body. What is it with them and not letting you run away from anyone? I guess maybe to learn obedience. Jeez. Uh, even though she doesn't have any legs, she catches up to you in seconds. Some say because she's trying to get legs so she can walk again. Another version of this story is the, that the name of the woman who died was Kashima Reiko. When she appears before someone, she will ask, where are my legs? If you answer correctly and say, your legs are on the Maysine Expressway, you'll live. If you don't give that answer, she will cut your legs off with a sickle. Like, they really like that out there, too. Like, yeah. Jeez. Grim Reaper in it up. 
Uh, she might also ask you what her name is, but if you reply Kashima Reiko, you'll be killed. You have to answer Kamen Shinen Ma, which means Mask Death Demon, which is what the kanji of her name means. So, I would die because I would not remember that. <laughs> I don't even remember researching these, to be totally honest. So I'm really glad I went through it. I'm really glad I went back through and wrote the pronunciation down before. Yeah. Uh, the next story is about the Okiku doll. The doll was purchased by a 17-year-old boy for his two-year-old sister, Ukiku, in 1918. The doll was about 40 centimeters, or roughly 16 inches tall, and was dressed in a traditional kimono. The hair was black and about shoulder length. When presented with the doll, Ukiku fell in love with it immediately, and it became her best friend. She even named it after herself. Unfortunately, in 1919, Ukiku died after having a severe fever, and she was only three. The doll was meant to be buried with the girl, but it was never placed in the casket with her. The doll was then placed in the family's altar in remembrance of their daughter. A while later, uh, the family noticed that the doll's hair was becoming longer. It was one shoulder length and cut straight, but it was now reaching down near her waist and the ends were uneven. The family believed that the spirit of Ukiku was now in the doll. The family moved in 1938, but didn't want to remove the doll out of fear that the magic of the doll was due to the closeness to their daughter's resting place. So they took it to the Menenji Temple. The doll is now in a little wooden display box in the temple as part of a shrine. Every year, they trim the hair as it grows. They allow it to grow to knee length and then trim it back to shoulder length. The hair has been analyzed and it is human hair. Unlike most tales about haunted dolls, the Okiku doll does not have a violent history at all. It's just, I guess, it. <laughs> oh my god! I was not expecting that face when I looked up. What the fuck? Yeah. This hair just fucking grows? Yeah. I like, I did look because like the one thing i looked at did have like a picture of the doll and it's like it, it creeped me out because i don't like porcelain dolls and that's what it looked like i don't like dolls period except yeah. for my barbies porcelain dolls have like those dead soulless eyes oh i feel like most dolls i mean other than barbies have those but yeah and they, like, have no reason or explanation for why. No, but somebody's like, oh, you know, they're just faking, and they, like, had the, like, it, like legit tested, and they're like, no, that's human hair. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Hard pass. Although, at least it wasn't, like, a scary one. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Yeah. Like, sad, but, like, just a little hint of creepy. Are you mad sad? What is the purpose of this doll? <laughs> Creepy. Can um, it come into the out now? No. <laughs> no, it cannot come into the out now. Uh, the next one makes me never want to look into a field ever again. Okay. And it's the Kune Kune. It is a mysterious apparition that is seen out in the countryside. Kune Kune, kune means something is meandering, swaying, or twisting and turning. 
It is said that if you look directly at it, it will drive you insane. It is described as an unidentifiable white squiggle moving back and forth in the distance. Like, it doesn't sound creepy. Like, the way that, like, all the, like, the little, like, drawings look like, it was, like, a little tiny one of those, like, white... Buildings? <laughs> no. Um, like, the little things outside of, like, the mattress stores. <laughs> oh. Like, it just, like, kind of flaps in the breeze. Okay. Uh, no one knows exactly what it looks like because anyone who has seen it goes insane. I found two different stories that describe what happens if someone sees it. The first one is from a man's childhood. He was playing with his older brother out in the rice fields, enjoying the fresh air of the countryside. His brother suddenly stopped and was staring at something in the different <laughs> in the distance. He's staring out into the difference. <laughs> what are you looking at? He asked. That thing over there, his brother replied. Across the fields, there was a white thing moving as if, as if it was fluttering in the breeze. Maybe it's a scarecrow, he said, and his brother replied. Scarecrows don't move like that. He then ran into the house and got his binoculars to look. As soon as the older brother looked, his expression suddenly changed. His face became pale and he broke out into a sweat. There it is. There it is. There it is. His brother said, but it was not his brother's voice. When he picked up the binoculars to look, his grandfather came out and took them. You didn't look at it, did you? The grandfather said. No, not yet, the boy replied and went back into the house. When he walked in, everyone was crying. The older brother was rolling around on the ground, laughing like a crazy person. He was on his back and his body was wriggling and twisting, just like the thing in the distance. The next day, their parents took them home. They had to tie the older brother up so he would stay still. His face was twisted into a wide smile. He looked happy, but when you saw his eyes, he was crying. His cheeks were wet, but he kept laughing. Like, I read these and I was like, I don't ever want to fucking look into, like, a, any field. I feel like out there, like, a, it's like, whatever, like, the way that, like, the, I was thinking, like, rice fields, because, like, they're not, like, roll. I don't, I don't think rice gets real high. I'm not the person to ask. I've never grown it. Like cornfields. If I saw something sticking out of the top of a cornfield, I fucking ain't going anywhere near that. <laughs> like driving through Illinois. Good thing you just weren't here a week, week or two later. That would have been up over there. And I was like, this is a highway. It should not have cornfields on both sides. Uh, the second story is from another man when he was a child. When I was a little boy, I lived in a small town by the sea. One evening, my uncle took me for a walk on the beach. As we strolled, I looked out to the sea and noticed something white in the distance. Apparently, it could just be anywhere. Be anywhere, I guess. It was long and thin and swaying back and forth. What's that thing in the sea? I asked my uncle. He gazed at it and I saw his eyes grow wide and his face turn pale. There was a terrified look in his eyes and he couldn't stop staring at it. Run for your life, he shouted at me. I was so scared that I ran home and told my grandfather and he went pale. That's Kune Kune. You're lucky you got away from it. You should never look directly at it. Where's your uncle? He's still at the shore, I replied. He took off for the beach to rescue his son. From a distance, I could see my uncle standing on the beach. As if, it was as if he was frozen there, standing at the sta staring at the thing in the sea. My grandfather managed to drag my uncle away and brought him home. Although he was saved, he suffered from fits of madness and insanity the rest of his life. He was never the same after that day. 
And they have one more. So apparently, I don't know why I had two parts. I could have done all these on one, probably. I mean, this one's shorter than the last one, but the last one is a decent one. And the last one I have is not a legend. Okay. It's actually something that was actually done. Oh, great. It's called... I did not write down. This one looked like I could pronounce it. Go ahead, look it up. I think it's Hito Bashira. That sounds right. And it means... <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah, because Japanese is my second language. And it means human pillars. Great. This was, this was in ancient Japan, and people believed it was, that it was necessary to make sacrifices to the gods so their constructions would always be protected and be strong and stable. How was this done, you might ask? <laughs> no, I don't need to ask. They sealed people into the pillars of their buildings, alive... And if the gods liked what was done, the building would last for years. However, these buildings are also most likely terribly haunted. Like, who, how do you pick, be like, oh, hey, we're going to stick you in, like, one of our pillars for our new building alive. Like, they didn't say if they, like, poured concrete around them. But I can really imagine if you had a body inside of concrete that that would not make it very stable. I'm picturing, like... Like the inside was concrete, and they like just shoved somebody in it, but then like sealed it with glass. <laughs> so you just see the skeleton. <laughs> but like, I whenever I read that, I'm like, oh, this has to be fake. And then like, I really look, I looked into it, and I was like, oh no, like that's something they used to do. Yikes! So that's part two of my Japanese legends. Interesting. No toilets in this one. No, no toilets. What do you got for us for True Crime Tuesday? We are going to talk about whatever my phone is. That's what we're going to talk about. Um, we're going to talk about the murder of Krista Harrison. Sounds Gucci. Okay, let's not use that in terms of talking about a murder. Um, and I hope I don't mess her name up because my first friend much ever I would say her name was Krista Harris so pretty close like every time I typed her last name in the story I was like Owen Harris son <laughs> not just Harris all right well let's plan our trip to Japan yeah I don't think right now we're allowed to travel there. No. I, I couldn't could, culture we, shock you that much. We could go to, like, Mexico or, like, one or two countries overseas. I don't even think Mexico's letting us in right now. It was before. I know Canada's not. Yeah, I know Canada's not, but I think Mexico wasn't. Brazil. You could probably get into Brazil pretty easily because our president doesn't believe the coronavirus is a thing, even though he's tested positive. That's nice. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think I could culture shock you that bad as our first trip overseas. We need to go, like, England first. Cause that's <laughs> yeah. We'd also have to know. I feel like I would want to know somebody that knows. Japan. I don't know. We can We can go to Mexico. Oh, great. It's still green. There's so not very Brazil. many green. We can go to England. Parts of Africa. I don't think... I thought that the UK had us back on their ban list. Oh, we might be. This is also... 
I almost said September 32nd, so wow. <laughs> it's also August 23rd right now, so everything could change by the time this probably Yeah, goes. it fucking feels like September 32nd. It really does. Alright, well. On that note. Yeah, until next time. Uh, follow us on Instagram at inreference to podcast on Twitter at inreference to. Drop us an email at inreference to podcast at gmail.com. Send us a funny joke. We love jokes. I love dad jokes. Good pun. Good punny twenty. That's it. Yeah, everything's linked in our Instagram and Twitter bios. Through our link tree. And, uh, yeah. Oh, what are you doing next time? You already told us about that. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.